Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. I almost forgot what we were called there for a minute. Uh, anyways, I am here tonight with... <laughs> oh, you were going to say you're Carl. What? I hey, my you, name... I'm Carl. Yeah, my name is Carl. Oh, my... my name is Dot. <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I can't what, are you, what are you, Scottish? What was that? <laughs> well, I am Scottish-Irish. Oh, there we go. Uh, I have two members of my fire family with me. I have Ash. Hello. And I have Scott. Hey there. Uh, <clears throat> we're missing Carl. Carl's working late, uh, so he is out for the night. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, let's uh, let's jump into kind of just what's happened kind of this past weekend for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's well, why we're for late. one, it's been busy. We're a one. day late. We are a day late. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We were all busy last night. Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taking the highway. <clears throat> the dangerous. <laughs> you. So yeah. His, his wife comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she was. I'm like, hey, like you want to like we're thinking about going to the movies. Da, da, da. She's like, fuck yeah, stoked, right? Yeah, equally stoked as me. I'm like, oh yeah, like throwing it back, right? She's like, yep. So we're chatting about it tonight, and she's like, man, like I can't, I can't keep it in anymore. I'm like, what? She's like, you're gonna lose your mind. I'm like, what? She's like, never seen Top Gun. <laughs> what? <laughs> So she wouldn't even know what was going on. Like, well, oh, I mean, you the, get what's going on, but yeah, like all of like <laughs> all the old the references. cheese yeah, throwback yeah. references. She's like, ah, I kind of figured it out that there was some, probably some comments made that were reiterated in the new movie. Uh, oh man, it was great. Oh, she's, <laughs> like, now she just gotta go back again. You gotta watch the original one. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, so yeah. we're we're gonna do a Top Gun marathon with the kids. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, because I got shit. When I went. Oh, yeah? I, nice. I told the wife, I was like, yeah, Liam and I were going up to watch Top Gun. She's like, what? You're going without me? I was like, well, you're in Penticton. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what time it starts. Figure it out. <laughs> That's awesome. I've actually seen your wife at the bank today. I know. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I have no interest in that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. So a day late um, because of Top Gun. So. Mm. Yeah. And then the weekend. So... Mm-hmm. Not only you guys did a, uh, a training course, yeah. uh, which we'll get into, but also it was a very one of the busiest weekends I remember in a while. Yes. Mm-hmm. So who wants to take uh, the first one on that? Well, why don't we explain kind of what the course was about and okay. like what the idea was? So we had uh, we had a couple guys down from Kamloops um, through provincial fire and safety. And they've come before for you guys. Yeah, I think we talked about them last year, but we never took the course. Mm -hmm. We watched some of our guys. The other members, yeah. Yeah, so Scott and I went down and observed a portion of the course. And, um, you know, we could see the enthusiasm of our members that took it. Uh, We could see the quality that these guys were bringing to the table. And anytime that you can get good quality training uh, from an outside source is always an awesome thing. Yeah. So um, our idea was, hey, let's get everybody through. Uh, so we're all on the same same page. Uh, we can go back to doing in-house stuff. Um, so we wanted to get uh, another group through this spring. Uh, so uh, the majority of our officer corps and a bunch of our season guys uh, went went through the course there with uh, uh, Dean and Scott from Provincial Fire. So we had AutoX training. Um, basically Friday night, we kind of did a, a quick round table. Um, PowerPoint. Just went through some power, some PowerPoints, some uh, safety points and stuff. Uh, but all day Saturday uh, was hands-on tools, and then all day Sunday was basically sims for the whole day, uh, with a little, with a little teachable moment uh, to start because we had to peel away a couple times on Saturday for yeah. all the calls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you guys uh, do an FR now. Mm-hmm. So a couple of them are some good FR calls, and yeah. that's definitely picked up the pace because a lot of our staffing issues right now. Sure. And yeah, ambulance staffing issues, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we have, I don't know, like seven or eight yeah. <laughs> FR calls throughout the weekend. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we, we, uh, I don't think we ran away that often on the course. I mean, just no, two times we really missed bad. anything. Yeah. Uh, one time we played the during the lunch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so at, yeah, at the end of the day, Saturday, not... We'll talk about the training in a minute, but at the end of the day, Saturday, of course, the inevitable structure fire comes <laughs> number 10 on the year. Because that's <laughs> 10 of the year. in place now. <laughs> yeah, so we get the call, and we all, and it was funny because Ash is driving the uh, telehandler, moving the cars into position. I don't think you, did you even hear it go off? 
Uh, I got it on my watch. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, shit. Because one of the instructors is like, you gotta go! He's yelling at him. He's like, oh. <laughs> um, so we have kind of apparatus. We had the we had their FR trucks in there, and the rescue trucks obviously there, but we don't really need that for structure fire. So, mm-hmm. and then all, all the tools out, and then one of the engines was sitting there, and it, it was pretty well stripped of any um, extrication tools, but it, all the firefighting capabilities yeah. were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because your second engine is equipped with... Uh, yeah, second set extra, of module yeah. tools, right? Yeah. Mobile. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, portable. So portable. they were out on the tarp mm-hmm. for the day. Mm-hmm. So we didn't need it for this fire, but it was funny because so I'm run, I run over the FR truck because I was a driver for the weekend for the FR truck. So I get in my gear because my gear's in there. So I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna take this thing, and it's also our bush truck. So yeah. And where we were going, it, you know, it's it's warm out right now. It's not wildfire season yet, mm-hmm. but it's warm, and it hadn't really been raining in the last few days. So we're like, oh, I'm like, ah, oh, the bush truck will get, you know, I mean, it also get us there. It also has some air packs on it. Mm-hmm. So Ash gets in. I said, hey, you got your gear? He's like, oh, crap. So he runs back out. Because it was on the back. Yeah, and then yeah. I, I took it out in case we were going to be doing crawling through shit. I'm like, you know, I don't want to run um, just my forestry gear, which is yeah, FR rated and yada yada. So it's good for auto X. But if we're really going to get getting dirty, I'd throw on my turnouts. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> like, so he's he runs out of the truck. So I get in the truck and start it up. And then I'm kind of looking out the window, and I hear the door open and close, and it slams it shut. So then I'm like, Burr. so I start peeling out, and about probably about 20 feet down the way, I look over, and it's Carl's in the truck now with me. I'm like, oh, I'm like, where did Ash go? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I said, oh, I guess he got in the engine. So we just we just took off. <laughs> so I had half the shit in my hand, which I dumped on the on the officer's seat of the of the FR truck. <laughs> And I, like, rip back, so I'm running across the fucking training grounds. I grab my gear, I'm running back, and I look up, and they're fucking off. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So then the engine starts leaving. I'm like, I am going to lose it if I get stuck here. So now I'm, like, ripping towards the engine, and they stop. I'm like, oh, thank God. So and I thought, I thought he, I thought he's like, oh, I thought you went with the engine. So I'm like, oh, you might have still got on the engine. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So I get in the back seat of the engine and we're ripping up there and we start doing a quick, like, all right, who do we have and what do we have? What's everybody wearing? <laughs> so we had, um, Jay was in the officer seat, but he was in turnout gear, um, Kevin was wearing his bunker gear, yeah. so he was ready to rock. And then Andrew, our safety officer, was in turnout gear. So we're halfway there. So it's like, Jay, you and I switch spots once once we get there. I can do a stepped-back approach in my yeah. or in my uh, forestry gear um, if you want to pack up and hop in. He's like, yeah, copy. So we get on the scene and everything kind of worked out anyway. But Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like halfway up there, I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> so my gear, because I'm like running to the engine, there's guys inside and they've got half half of their gear stowed, stowed on the floor. I threw my pants, my helmet, um, my jacket, and my mask on the pump deck. Right. And like we're wailing to a structure fire. I kept saying to Adam, like, gears on the pump deck. Ripping corners, gears. I hope still on the pump deck. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm not seeing nothing falling off yet. I'm like, ah, I don't want to go over the radio and be like, all right, everybody, Good watch season. for a set of pants on the ground. <laughs> it was right, right, right where I put it. Adam was awesome. But, yeah, it was um, good. Yeah, because the car I get there in the bush truck, and you know, it's just it's got some water and a little bit of you know, spray or thing on it. So yeah, we pull up, and I'm like. And at first, I'm like, okay, Carl, because he had his turnout gear with him. I'm like, just throw your turnout gear on, grab an SCBA. As soon as the engine, which is, you know, you guys are like two minutes, three minutes behind sure. us. So like, as soon as it gets here, just jump in and grab a, grab a nozzle and work with those guys. And he's like, all right. Oh, Mike. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we pull up. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, actually, we got a pretty good grass fire going. I'm like, let's get that going. Because <laughs> that, that's obviously the worst part. Because this, this wasn't really a home. It was like uh, kind of a shed. Like a big shed mm-hmm. and a trailer attached. It was it's kind of in the middle of like up in the hills kind of thing. So right. Okay. It wasn't like a wasn't like a house in the middle of town. It was. Yeah, kind of they were calling it rustic. in the news a cabin. <laughs> yeah, rustic. Oh, okay. But cabin. it was definitely a travel trailer with like a a lean to yeah. porch with built some built attachments off of it. attached. Yeah. And, and the dude had all the propane tanks. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like there's probably I I kind of like. 10 or 15, maybe 20? Yeah, I don't know how many were on the other side. Yeah. But, like, so Kevin flakes out the first line, and he starts to push around. So I'm, like, helping flake out hose and stuff, and I come around the corner. Because I call him. And and you're like, hit that first, right? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, yeah. So there's probably, 
seven or eight like stacked right at the, and the fire front like, of it. I'm watching the fire make its way towards him. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that engine better get here fast. Yeah, so he's he's hitting it, and it's like not spreading now, but it's also not going out. Yeah, and there's like seven or eight of these like tanks sitting there. So like, Kevin, give me the hose. So he gives it to me. I give a nice uh, fog, you know, protection pattern. I'm like, go and grab them because they're not hooked up to anything. Um, I'm like, they're not, like, there's, they're, they're not venting. It wasn't like that hot yet, but he was right there. So Kev runs in. He's like throwing these things like, <laughs> like twenty feet away. <laughs> nice. But yeah, on the other side there was the big one that was feeding the unit, and mm. and and so yeah, there was a lot of stuff happening. Well, yeah, there. yeah, and as we're driving then, up, as we, yeah, we're driving up in the bush truck, we can hear like. Pop, 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 because the ammunition's cooking off. And oh, so yeah. they get a bunch of ammo in the trailer. So we're like, mm. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> that comes over the radio. Yeah, like, yeah. So I, and because it got relayed, but uh, this is where we were, it's kind of a dead zone. So I heard it better than, like, is the um, Brian who gets there first, uh, command staff gets there first, and yeah. he radios that there's ammunition cooking off. And I can hear it over the radio, but I don't think anyone else can hear it. I didn't catch that, but I caught yours. So then I bumped it back. Because I was, we were in a good enough area where the repeater hit it, so right. I bumped it back to everybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, the actual tactics there were were pretty minimal. Uh, I think the big thing was you guys got on that grass fire right away. Yeah. Um, the homeowner was still there. He had one of his cats that was with him. Um, and he was in a bit of a bad bad way. Uh, he was like o- smoke overheating. Yeah. Uh, smoke smoke inhalation. He had yeah. like like his eyebrows and shit were all singed. Oh yeah. Because uh, he was actively trying to trying do to something it about it but yeah. i don't think they had a lot of water supply so i don't know what yeah. like what he was doing but he was definitely right up close to it so we got uh i think we had who was there right away i think we had carrie that was there yeah, right away yeah. uh, so she went up and just basically sat sat with him and got got the whole process started um while uh, ehs was uh, on their way um, oh, like i say they hit you know you guys hit that uh, grass fire and then it was a bunch of just putting out the rubble but right. then we were like, oh yeah, we got we got to go back to this auto escort. So mm-hmm. we, we kind of have a plan. We're like, yeah, we can leave minimal staff here for this. We get all our crew back together. We drive back into town, and I call the instructor. I'm like, hey, we're coming back. He's like, you guys are coming back already? I'm like, yeah. He's like, man, from the size up I heard, I thought you guys gonna be there for hours. We're like, I'm like, no man, we're fast. He's like, yeah, you are. <laughs> and he's like, well, we already packed everything up. Because <laughs> it was near the end of the day, anyways. We probably would have got only had another thirty minutes, forty yeah. minutes left, anyway. So he's like, oh no, we packed everything up. We're like, oh okay. Yeah. So then, yeah, that was the end of the day. So back to the actual course now. Mm-hmm. So rewind a bit. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't basic. I wouldn't say it was really basic. I think it's like their like their, their entry basic. level. Yeah. Um, which isn't like Auto X basement level. Yeah, it wasn't like, like this is a spreaders and this mm-hmm, is what the yeah, spreaders yeah. can do. It was more like okay, more about, uh, you have a skill set. Yeah. Now we're we're gonna layer on right. the basics of maybe more heavy rusty stuff. Yeah, like we know what. You know, we obviously know how this everything works. We've done a fair amount of execution at a time. Right. Um, so it was more like, okay, um, scene size up, scene layout, like the, the big three that you do right away, yeah. chalked wheels, um, f- well, four points of stabilization or however many you think you need. Mm-hmm. Um, it was most, for I think most of the weekend, it was a four point stabilization call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you have, you can do three points sometimes, yeah. you know, um, and then patient contact. So there's the first, there was a big three that I would always in my head, I'd be rattling those around in my head as right. as uh, if I was the officer, I'd be mm-hmm. rolling those through my head. And then uh, depending on what the scene looked like, then went from there, we do either extra stabilization or we take some stabilization away to do something else and then put more stabilization in. It was just kind of, I like that part because a lot of times in past courses, it was like, put all your stabilization in and try to figure your plan. Like some... I remember one of the courses was like, you need to know pretty much your whole plan before you put your stabilization in. So when you start to bend the car, it doesn't wreck your stabilization. Whereas these guys are more like, no, it's like first, like put some stabilization in and then that mm-hmm. stuff's going to be moved around. Like, yeah. Depending on what your sure. plan is. Right? Depending on what your action plan is yeah. for the patient. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so there's that. And then after that, it was like, it was like meat and potatoes kind of extrication. Mm-hmm. Like um, emergency blow, which is essentially like a door pop and a very quick and dirty um, um, dash roll. If we really had to get the patient out, like if they were in a really bad way, just yeah. getting them out fast. So rapid education yeah. techniques. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then we went from that all the way to like 
um, we were cutting roofs off and taking them out the back way. Because like they were saying, you know, ideally, if the paramedics say, hey, man, we, you got, uh, and we have to ask them, hey, do we have five minutes, 10 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's going to take us four or five extra cuts and we'll get this roof right off mm-hmm. and we'll be able to put a spine board in, take the patient out really nicely. Yeah. Not bend them in weird ways, just take them right out of the back. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people forget is that the patient extrication point. So if you work really well with your EHS groups and they understand some of the basic concepts of what you guys are going to be doing for um, vehicle extrication as well. It just creates a way more better patient care. Like mm-hmm. we, we've always in the past have done those door removals and now, okay, we're going to, you know, we've got to get that spine board under your ass, under your hip. Well, now that's one move. So now we're, we're yeah. tilting and then we're pivoting and twisting. And, and if we can do the, that vertical extrication out the back or yeah. up, off yeah. of a roof flap or a roof removal, yeah. that's definitely the, the best way. Because the car's already fucked. Like, as soon as we sure. take tools to anything, car's fucked. Yeah. So, if we can take that person back. EHS, do they allow you guys to take courses like that? So, when you first get hired, um, everybody has to go through an auto X course and patient extrication, patient removal, and packaging yeah. course. Um, but that's kind of it. So, after that... But you run tools and stuff? or is it just... No, we don't run tools. Uh, the fire department is there and it kind of explains all the overall and whatnot right, right. and the techniques and stuff. Uh, but they're focused on the patient care and patient extrication. And it's more yeah. observing what the tools are and how that whole process is, is played out. Yeah, like it'd be, it would be cool if, when we bring those guys back again is to have some paramedics actually there. Because, I mean, we had, obviously, Matt. He's a mm-hmm. full-time paramedic here. Yeah. So he got to at least get the idea. You you have the idea, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, no, that, that plays a huge factor. Like I said, like once, now that everybody's fresh and back in it, if you can do another evolution with the paramedics, say, hey, like, sure. Let's do a scenario base, like a simple mm-hmm. practice night one, invite them up. That'd be super beneficial. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I think that'd go over really well. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. almost a slow scenario, like explaining mm-hmm. why we're doing this this way. And, mm-hmm. But yeah. and I guess you need the speed too to show them how quickly like, can Well, I think, I think you could probably like. do it. Like if you just look at a typical practice night, right? Like you could probably do two. Like one, like just a very system-based approach. This is yeah. how we're approaching. You know, what's your extrication plan? Talk about it. And go through the maneuvers and then show them how fast, you know, mm-hmm. roof flap or roof removal, tunneling out the back. Sure. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because, again, it comes back to that patient's condi- condition is going to dictate our response. So is it, yeah. like you just said, do we have five minutes? Do I have ten minutes? Or do you need them out now? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's going to change everything about what we do. Like, I think our, mul- our most complex rescue, Sam was 13 minutes and that was the last one nice yeah that was a full vehicle vehicle override on top of a pickup truck mm-hmm. nobody trapped in the pickup truck but the car on the pickup truck was fairly unstable. do you want to explain what a override or underride is um yeah so they it was kind of a weird one because it was looked like it was like because it was kind of like almost looked like it was gonna be a t-bone but then the um the car rode up on the on the um so the car that would have like hit the vehicle rode up over top of the pickup truck and like, right. like was kind of mm-hmm. sitting in this bed. Um, yeah, the engine compartment was like balancing over the box side. Yeah, right. Versus the underride would be uh, that vehicle would have been tucked underneath the, the bed, mm-hmm. the truck. Yeah. So it was an override, and I think that was like that was kind of the curveball. But then right away, you and I were we did our size up kind of together because yeah. I was walking around looking for other patients and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then right away, we you and I both were like, well, let's secure like let's, 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 let's tie it together, make it one big hunk yeah. of metal. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if they knew knew we were going to do that or they were expecting us to do that, but yeah, I think they wanted us to do that, and we did because mm-hmm. yeah, because you want to capture that suspension. Yeah, yeah. so we sucked yeah. it. We sucked the whole car together. Um, that took probably the longest out of the thirteen minutes. Yeah. Um, but even while they were doing that, we were like, "There's guys kind of half softening stuff, like we we're kind of tapping windows and stuff." And which uh, the instructors were like, "Yeah, we got it. You guys would be doing that in real time, but for safety right now, because." You know, um, this is actually a fairly unsecure load. Like, let's not play around with it. Right. Because <laughs> in real life, if it's, you know, we would probably be doing a basic, real basic stabilization before we did the full stabilization yeah. and then and carried on breaking windows. And, start doing your glass mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, so. Especially on the high side. Yeah. Right? Because if anything, that was coming off passenger side down. Yeah. Just, just the way it was loaded. Yeah. So, so I, was I, I would feel side, safe yeah. high side yeah. all day long there. Yeah. Right. So we, yeah, then we just carried on back. We uh, took all the windows, um, did the, mm-hmm. uh, not the front window, we took all the um, well, side the front windows. window was taken. Yeah, the front window was basically taken, yeah, because one of the patients was through the front window, it was a dummy, through the front yeah. window, another patient was in the driver's seat still. Yeah. So uh, we did patient contact, covered the patient up, and then did all the windows, all the softening, so checking for airbags, checking for mm-hmm. um, 
taking things down to bare metal and then marking. Um, it was actually kind of neat because we had like a mark. We took actually one of our pens we used for deployment yeah. and just marked where, where the cuts could be made. Yeah. Um, so we're having a discussion on that. What else could we use? Um, so we did those cuts. And we basically just did a full roof removal and took all the patients at the rear. And we did that in, they said, 13 minutes. Yeah, he said thir- 13 minutes from my first, because um, you did a windshield survey um, as we were, as we were dri- driving up. Um because like you were chatting on the radio, are we? Yeah, because you were behind us. Go? Yeah. No, I was with you. Oh, you were with us. Yeah. Right. You're driving, but yeah. like you had the radio on that side, so you're like, "Hey, I'm just gonna grab a quick windshield survey for everybody." Mm-hmm. If you go do a three three sixty, right. so you gave the quick, "Hey, we got two vehicle override, um, uh, patients involved check," um, and then yeah, so I, I went and did mine. You did yours. We kind of met in the middle, um, and then relayed that once the engine got there which would have been a rescue um once once they got on scene so from the moment that that we started to brief the engine company um that's when they they started the time so it's 13 minutes from this is what we want um and that was quick we just want stabilization on the truck and the car let's get those guys together we need somebody to go inside do patient contact right away um and then the plan started to unfold from there but Right. Yeah, so 13 minutes um, from that point to the last patient was uh, rested on on the ground on the spine board. Nice. And I think at first, um, when we first started dealing, uh, talking to them, the instructors, um, I almost th- was thinking, like, our management, our leadership styles aren't going to fit because they're very, like, we don't, no one freelances, which we don't freelance, but no. um, if someone has to watch our command structure, it would almost look like we're freelancing. Because our guys are so like, just go do it, right? <clears throat> and I was like, oh, this is not this might not go well this weekend. Because one guy was super adamant, like, no freelancing. Mm-hmm. You wait till the captain tells you exactly what to do. I'm like, mm, that's not the way we do things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so then when they started seeing how we flow, they're like, oh. So then they were like, okay, you guys are actually mm-hmm. pretty good at this. Um, yeah. Because we're more like, we talk. We, get, we come up with a plan slash yeah. uh, leader's intent, commander's intent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we know what we're going to do. We're going to do a roof removal of this vehicle. Um, we have the general plan. And then we start to be like, hey, you guys run the tools. You guys do this. But I don't have to tell you. Um, I'm like, yeah, start taking the roof. Or, uh, I want you to cut the A, a pillar. You start cutting the A pillar. If you're new, doing it, if, like, if maybe you're not hi- cutting high enough, we'll say, hey, go higher. Boom. Um, but right. we're not going to be like, hey, I need you to want to stand here while you did cut this to make sure you're doing no, it. No, exactly. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like some people are like that. Like they but it was more like that decentralized thing where we're mm-hmm. like, you just give them like a real quick, dirty, they know what they're doing, so just let them do yeah. their work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's that's the, the sweetness of it, I guess, is like with, when you get everybody who is pretty savvy on the techniques and you delegate, okay, this is our our action plan, mm-hmm. you know, you don't need to micromanage that because your team, whether they're on the tools or their stabilization, they're going to know all the parts in the process mm-hmm. okay what i need to cut the a post here i need to do a roof flap here i need to do a relief cut here or what whatever the scenario may be mm-hmm. and you don't have to be in there as much because they already know that whole sequence of events That's right yeah it's good too because we were we were doing that fill the whole thing so yeah um we were you know there's a lot of softening on that and so i, I yeah i was a softener mm-hmm. i was a softener slash kind of the guy in my little area yeah um <laughs> so i started softening but it's like softening takes a while like yeah. when you're trying to Especially when you're doing a roof flat, a roof removal, because mm-hmm. you have to like every a pe- pe- pillar, you, you have to peel and peek, making sure there's no airbags. So that one guy doing that, that takes a while. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so I think by the end we had like three guys going. We yep. had like uh, Jay was doing the very Jay back. Jay was doing some. Um, Andrew was doing the side, and I was doing the other side. Mm-hmm. And we're about to, I had the tool belt of destiny on. That was uh, kind of the running joke of the week because yeah. we can, because we we got the idea for the tool belt um on your on like the guy's hip from that from these guys from last time yeah um so you know we're showing it off we had this modus um pocket order organizer we made it to a tool belt so like oh that thing's cool so saturday um someone said hey i need wire cutters i said yeah i said i don't have wire cutters in here and then (laughs) dean one of the the instructors like that tool belt's useless without wire it's useless (laughs) he's like just throw it in the ditch (laughs) so by what saturday afternoon yeah Ash ran to his shop and comes back with a brand new set of wire guns. I'm like, ah! He's like, okay, that thing's good again. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I was bugging him because ours had a flap over it. 
So I'm like, yeah, yours is pretty useless. If it starts to rain, your tools are going to get rusty. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, that flaps in the way is going to slow, slow you guys down. So I'm like, <laughs> I peel the flap up. I'm like, look at that. <laughs> and actually it was much better without the flap <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. the flap does get in the way every yeah. once in a while so it's actually tucked in the pouch right now <laughs> nice but yeah I think the other big thing we did um, for the course was we got to use our auto X pits we made so that's right yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. so we made a wide pit that we could flip a car upside down and we shoved it in engine first into the hole there's some mm-hmm. pictures on our um, Facebook page yeah so those are made out of those uh, massive uh, three or was it uh Five feet wide, long. Yeah, they're five feet. Yeah, five by three, yeah, yeah, five by three, three small pillar yeah. or blocks. Yeah, yeah. So oversized Lego. Yeah, really exactly. oversized. Yeah, so we yeah. laid those uh, earlier in the spring, um, just basically because we knew this course is coming. And so it's it's pretty much the reason why it's like that is because it could be for car into a ditch. Car into a rock wall, mm. car into a rock wall, pinned by a with semi truck with another. Yeah. yeah, something that we can't move. So. It's like kind of the worst case scenario. Like, mm-hmm. really, there's you, it's the roof. The one when the car was on its roof, engine slid into the hole. So the only thing we have is a trunk. Yeah, that was probably the hardest of the two. Yeah, like the hardest work. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's because I think the problem is you, you can only have basically one guy working. So poor Carl, Carl, Carl got stuck in there. It wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't have any earplugs in the truck. So he's inside running the uh, recip saw, like, he's <laughs> like just giving her, like, oh, he's not going to be able to hear. Carl, come on out. Nah. What? Nah. <laughs> That's probably why he's not here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't hear the phone ringing when we were asking for yeah. him. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was probably one that took the longest because we had to cut basically the entire trunk out. Then, uh, then we swapped out one because Carl was tired now, so we swapped out. We sent uh, one other guy in, and and he started cutting uh, seats out. Right. And then basically that opened it up pretty good, and then we did a little bit of a, um, a ram to open it up even more. Sure. And basically cleared the hole. Nice. And got in there. I mean, still, it takes a while, but it didn't take super long. It was faster than I thought. Yeah, because when you look at it, you're like, this looks kind of daunting. And, like, we weren't, like super real time that one we weren't given it as much the but first we were one, still yeah. moving with purpose yeah but there was some like stop chit chat for a second right back to work yeah mm-hmm. so yeah that one was good and then we did one where it was a side on so they the car slid in so it just barely fit into the thing we made actually had to get crunched down a little bit which is cool mm-hmm. and then it fit in and so now it's on its side pinned between like these two big blocks mm-hmm. or these four big blocks and so that was uh, kind of the same idea, but now you have access to one of the, the doors. The so, doors, right. yeah. Um, that, we kind of split the crew up into two teams. So um, my crew took the tail end of the car, started working on the trunk and uh, mm-hmm. doing that. And then the other team, Jay's team, went up top and started doing the door. Nice. So they got and get patient access really quick. So it was really quick um, stabilization. Um, and then they dropped a responder down into the uh, car after they took the door off and he made patient contact. And we almost met, like, as they're dropping the the guy down to do the patient contact, we were probably just starting to pull the rear seat. Like we were just starting to cut the rear seats out. Mm-hmm. So we weren't much far behind. We weren't very far behind the guys that had cut nope. the door off. So by the time they had like kind of the patient stabilized, we slid the, uh, the, um, spine board in. Yes. And, and got them out. Did you guys, uh, do any evolutions with a patient still restrained upside down in the vehicle? Uh, yes. One of them was. Yep. Yeah, so we didn't do the strap. Right. There was a little discussion on that, but actually the car we had, the way it was, they were actually really pinned in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think one of the one of our guys, just he just pulled the seatbelt snug and just basically used a seatbelt bef- like, before it was cut yeah. to keep the patient snugged in. And then as soon as we were ready to release, we, he, we, we severed it and lowered him down using the side right. of the strap. So. Yeah, I've found, I've used the strap in practices a few times and... I find sometimes, depending on manpower, it's hard to lower it nicely as well. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that's why the last one I think we played with the same as you guys, but you just did with the seatbelt. It worked quite well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the actions we tend to go to, the bystanders are already in there and it's unbuckled and now they're in a heap on the floor or yeah. on, the, on yeah. the roof yeah. upside down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's good It's good to practice because those ones are challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was, for me... Day, well, day two and three for a few of them. It was funny because, like, I got to set everything up. So, like, I, I knew everything that they were chatting about. And they are like, all right, you're no longer a red hat. 
you're a dummy that can only do things when you're told. I'm like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> so I just stand there. Hey, Ash, can you do this? Sure. I know what they want next. <laughs> Standing back. Hey, you want to soften stuff? Yeah, sure. <laughs> stand there again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, grab me this. Okay. <laughs> so, and then, yeah, it was awesome. Thankfully. So Matt was there. Um, he was in and out. He was kind of a a late addition to the course, so he had some previous things that he had to go and attend to on both of the days. Uh, but he he ended up getting uh, the final sim set up. So I was like, okay, sweet, I could be involved in at least the big final sim. So that was awesome as well. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then actually, yeah, so day two, I guess, because that was a Saturday. Um, of course, at night, we all get home. Paige comes in for our MVA roll over down a bank mm-hmm. <laughs> and it actually came in it was kind of weird because it came in it was out of our area but it was actually in our area um no patient extrication required but we're like uh, it's we're we're having this kind of discussion because it's out of our fire district mm-hmm. and we get paid by the province to, like much yeah. like you guys there's there's areas where we can go for extrication but they're saying well because there's no extrication involved you guys don't need to go but we're like well how do we know we don't need to go unless we go and make sure so the argument was, well, well, they said there's no electrification. We're like, well, yeah, but how do you know? Like the patient, was that from the patient mm-hmm. that said mm-hmm. that who just got their marble scramble because they rolled down a hill? Was that from a bystander who just looked down and said, yeah, I saw these, these people come out of the car and they said there was nobody else. Yeah. Was a person ejected into the woods? Um, I like the, the, did the bystander look in the car and oh yeah, I know everybody's out. I don't know where the guy, the person is that drove. Mm-hmm. Like, we're like, no, that we wouldn't take that as a structure fire. We would still do a search and a structure fire. So yeah. we're like, no, we're going up. So we drove up. Um, yeah, but a 50, 60 foot bank down. Yeah. These people, these these two girls were very lucky. Like, they Oof. end up, and, and it's a corner that we've been to several times. Yeah. Um, but they, very lucky, they overcorrected, it looked like. Uh, went down the ditch, missed two big pine trees, which would have really caused problems for them. Yeah. Um, ended up hitting like kind of this big bushy tree and it looks like the big bushy tree kind of caught them like almost like cartoon style like a big hand oh yeah and then they kind of i think what happened like, is they call it catapulted off, off it, over yeah and then they they so now they basically endoed and landed upside down on the roof of the mm-hmm. car mm-hmm. So, so they kind of went 30 feet down the bank got caught by this tree and then flipped and then landed another 20 feet down the bank oh, <laughs> so it was, they were super lucky um they were saying i was listening to talk to the police they said yeah we kind of had to kind of kick the one door open so if it was any more crunch we would have been down there after you yeah um no they, 20 no, minutes later no real injuries <laughs> yeah no real injuries but we it would have been very technical because we'd had to um because we re, we body bullied down um three of us to go um try to you know turn the ignition off uh all that kind of stuff um, we did a little bit of tree tree trimming for the tow truck, which actually they were very thankful for. Oh, were they? Yeah, I talked to Frank today. Oh, yeah. He's like, guys, thanks. Like that was awesome. Yeah. Like we could have went a little lower there. on the stump because they heard they got well, no. up on the stump. They had to. They actually ended up pulling the stump out with yeah. the winch. Oh, yeah. So he's like, actually, we were worried about getting hung up, so we stopped, and then there was enough meat left that we actually. Oh, got, good thing got I didn't take winch. this. Out. Yeah, they got the winch around it, and they pulled the stump out of the way. Right. Nice. Yeah, yeah. somebody took us, like, we were having this discussion. I'm like, because, you know, we're waiting and we're, actually, we wait for the tow truck. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I'm like, hey, let's just, let's, like, how is the tow truck going to get this car out of here? Like, we're down here. You know, we don't want to leave it till, and, and I honestly thought there'd be one tow truck guy. So I'm like, man, we don't want to leave it to the poor directing guy to try to do this whole job himself. So we have, like, a pruning saw, a little small tree, our mm-hmm. chainsaws on the other truck. So we, you know, pruning saw, a little bit of, what, two, five minutes of work, if that. Yeah. Two of us yeah. going at it, we sawed this tree down, threw it out of the way, and made a nice kind of runway for the yeah. tow truck to pull. That's good. I find we run into that as well. Like, um, we'll get sent up into our, our pep area for auto X, and we'll be told over there, yep, yeah, uh, no execution required, you can cancel. It's like, so the few times we've continued on, and with the duty truck at least, and sure enough, you get there, and they're still stove down this massive bank, and you need ropes to get them up. Mm-hmm. It's a minor injury, but they can't make it up yeah. themselves, so you're still yeah. using ropes. So, yeah, we we still like getting eyes on scene, sure. at least by the duty officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't... Uh, I mean, we ended up doing it, so we... we, we yeah. That was yeah. good. Um, yeah, so that was our, our MVI call for... So I sent a picture of the, inst- the instructors. Hey, look what happened. Oh, I'm like, yeah, no extrication. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, literally the next day. So mm-hmm. 
Yeah, lunch hour. So lunch hour kicks in. That was the other call that was kind of weird. The lunch yeah. hour kicks in. I go to get some lunch, like lunch for the crew. Driving out with the with the truck to the FR truck to go get it. I'm by myself. Pager goes off. Um, uh, cardiac arrest, CPR in progress. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I'm like, I do like a woo! I do like a U-turn in the final parking lot. Rip back to the train grab. Grab the duty officer because he's coming with me and one other guy, mm-hmm. um, Kevin. So we go code three all the way out to this place. We're all like dirty from Auto X. Get there. Paramedics are just in front of us. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, and then one of our guys was already there um, doing the CPR. Yeah. So we did that for like a good half an hour, 40 yeah. minutes, I think. Um, yeah. And then we came back and we're like, quickly eat lunch back Auto X. <laughs> Man. All the action this weekend for you yeah. guys. No kidding. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the funniest was like, so at the end of the day, we're, they, we come back to the hall, we're cleaning the tools. Tools are like, we kind of, we didn't put the trucks back together because we're like, okay, let's put the tools in the duty truck and we're going to take them back and we're going to um, spray them up with some air and wash what we can wash with water. And um, so everything's in the back of the duty truck. And we're literally like just about to start taking things apart. Guys are getting changed. We're, we're, I'm getting some DTFF shirts for the instructors and we're like mid, I'm mid getting shirts up here and Pager goes off for MBI. <laughs> so we're all running by, trying to shake hands with the instructors as we're leaving. They're like, what do you guys got? We got, we got an MBI. Right on! <laughs> so, and it's actually out towards where they have to go. So they had to drive by us as we're, we got the highway shut down. Yeah. And turn it up with just a minor, what we would consider, because we're just a fender bender. But it's hilarious. We, we pull up and, and we, Ash and I bail out of the truck because we took the FR truck and, mm-hmm. And the rescue kind of pulls up tentatively and they're looking and I'm like, hey, let's run it. Like, run it. Like, we just ran it. They're like, okay. So everybody's kind of bailing out and we chalking the wheels, battery disconnect um, on one of the vehicles. And then um, I think you had to go up and do traffic because we, we. Yeah, it was, the highway was a mess. Yeah. So Luckily, they fixed the highway for us. We got that all cleared out, but. So we're, we're looking around and I, was it charge, charger? Yeah. Yeah. So. Carl's looking in the hood and he's like, yeah, there's a battery in here. I'm like, yeah, that's a fuse box. We're like, that's a battery in this thing. So pull out the old Google machine. Oh, it's in the trunk. So start ripping stuff out of the trunk. So it's a, it's a, uh, a rear end collision. So the trunk's all pushed in. So Carl's digging around, pulling everything out of this trunk. So he gets out of the battery and as soon as he starts to reveal the battery, all these like sparks start shooting out because it's arcing back there. He's like, whoa. <laughs> so, so next thing it's like, okay, bring out the extrication tool. So we're cutting the bumper off, getting it all prepped. And we actually rammed it back to get it to stop arcing. And then we, then we took the battery. So we actually <laughs> had to do a little extrication on this car. <laughs> uh, nothing like wrapping up the course with a live event, eh? Yeah, yeah for least. sure. Two times. <laughs> yeah. And the boys are dri- driving by. So they're on, they're on the way home and they're yelling at me. They're like, Oliver rocks. Because like, yeah, <laughs> there is a little bit of rivalry conversation. Yeah, a little bit of rivalry yeah, conversation exactly. with your department <laughs> and ours. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, overall, it was a really good weekend. We're going to have them back. Um, they're actually going to come on here. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Sunday. <laughs> yeah, we'll set some yeah, up with nice. them. Yeah, they're actually really jacked to come on. Um, I don't think they're going to fit in here. <laughs> when yeah, might, might need an extra couch. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it'd be really good. Uh, wealth of knowledge, lots of uh, lot, lots of experience between the two of them there. Yeah, because they're on the heavy rescue unit, right? That's yeah. where they're primary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's always nice when you get guys like that too. Because like we've had courses where it's just been auto X, like essentially a salesman. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Versus then you guys get. You get the crossover to the heavy stuff where we do, like it yeah. happens here as well. Yeah, busy so highway. There's having, a lot of stuff coming through here. Absolutely, having that extra knowledge um, is great to pick from. Well, you know, and I think the one course that we brought, you guys came up and trained with us. Mm-hmm. That was the last course we did before yep. we mm-hmm. found these guys, um, which was actually the same weekend. Oh really? Yeah, I, I got a memory. I'm like, oh <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, so we were, I was kind of thinking back to it. I'm like. It was essentially like a salesman kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, knowledgeable. Yeah. Um, but it was almost like knowledgeable, but with tricks. Like, yeah. We were doing like car tacos and mm-hmm. weird shit we're never going to probably do in real life. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas these guys were all like, like I said, the meat and potatoes. Like, mm-hmm. meat and potatoes, but do, do it well. Yeah. yeah. And pretty much what all the skills we learned, we can probably use those skills and extricate almost anything we're going to see on this highway. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, minus anything is super crazy, um, but mm-hmm. yeah, 
Yeah, and the biggest thing is just is practice evolutions, right? Like um, yeah. getting used to the tool capabilities and, you know, plan B, plan C, plan D, right? Yeah. And just, I mean, well, you guys have a ton of hand tools anyways uh, yeah. with the sawzalls and stuff, but you can get so much work done with those. Yeah. And for the longest time, remember, we'd always be back on just the hydraulics. Yeah. You know, very rare we'd be pulling out a, a, a sawzall or it'd yeah. be a, a corded sawzall yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's cool too because you're like, yeah, as the cutters are taking the A pillar, um, the sawzall could be back taking the C pillar oh, and then mm -hmm. kind of meet in the middle kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So, They're mm -hmm. so fast now with the battery operated ones. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were just ripping through. Like, mm -hmm. That was great. And like lots of cuts. Like, I, I think guys were worried that, like, if you're not using them in industry every day, like you don't know how long those uh, batteries last. I think for the whole weekend, yeah, we, we brought all the like, batteries with us. We're like, I don't know how many yeah, batteries we need. We yeah. brought them all with us mm -hmm. just in case. Yeah, they all made like it back. Q. They all make it back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I chatted to uh, uh, Colton today. Oh, okay. I was like, maybe go and do a sweep yeah. and make sure everything's where it needs to be, yeah. uh, because shit was blown apart and then mm. rapidly put back together. Yeah. And like, I think after the call, we did a pretty good job. But it's always good to do a quick a quick walkthrough. Yeah. Um, we have like our small equipment officer, our truck yeah. officer. So those guys are looking after just to make sure that you know nothing was missed. Because yeah. um, actually, neither of them were really had hands on on either of the calls, so they yeah. can walk in fresh and they know where everything's you know hundred percent right. right. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah. I think the big takeaway was uh, don't be afraid to use the tools on stuff because mm -hmm. a lot of times we get to an accident. Maybe it isn't the most severe accident, but we're like looking at like. Well, we can open the battery. We can open the hood and try to find that and dick around trying to get it to open. Mm -hmm. and, or we can just take the spreaders and pop just, the and, just and cut it. and cut the yeah. hinge and spin it. Like, yeah. you know, it's the car screwed. Like, it's a write off. Yeah. You, can, you, mm -hmm. you can pretty much tell by an accident. Like, okay, this car, like that other that accident we were on at the end of the weekend. Mm -hmm. I was looking at the pickup truck. I'm like, this pickup truck's probably it's probably not a write off. So yeah. we, we're not going to totally destroy it. Mm -hmm. um, Whereas the charger, I think, is probably that's probably, probably would have been written, written yeah. off. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you start getting damage to like that sub substructure, it's yeah. over. Like they yeah. can pull stuff, but yeah. yeah. And again, like it's not our job to like we're we're not being counting. Yeah, I'm not going. Um, like, oh, this this car might be usable again. Yeah. I did go over the kid whose car it was because you could tell he was just like oh he's a younger guy, pretty new it's vehicle. His baby. Yeah. So hey man, I'm like just letting you know. Your vehicle's like arcing. If it catches on fire, it'll be gone. <laughs> so, so we're gonna you're gonna see us take a bunch of tools out. We're gonna cut your bumper off, and and actually once we cut the bumper off and everything, it actually looked nicer. <laughs> right, because it's all beat up and mangled. And then we cut the bumper off, and we're like, oh, it actually looks pretty good. Yeah, there's not a lot of visible <laughs> like damage. Because right 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 <laughs> even when we rammed it, like we rammed the trunk up back, it kind of into space, and it was like. Look at that. We made it. We improved the situation. <laughs> yeah, slap, slap a new bumper on and this baby's back. <laughs> but the tow truck driver, who was actually an ex-member um, for us, he's a lifetime member with us. He's like, funny because his tow shop is like, what, three or It was away? really close, yeah. yeah. So he comes Where I was doing traffic, I'm watching them walk over the yeah. trucks. <laughs> yeah, he heard the accident, he said, yeah. from his house. So he, you know, he's he drives up to the tow truck and... And then he comes back with the deck truck to grab the pickup truck. And we're, like, and we're all, you know, he's like, oh, you guys got chocks out? You guys, you got, uh, I'm like, yeah, we're just on an auto excursion. He's like, ah, he goes, that's why you guys are so dialed in right now. Because <laughs> he, he goes, I remember those days. <laughs> so, so then, yeah, as we pulled away, we have the highway all clean. We're, we, we spray it down. Cops are like, wow, you guys really turned it up. Like, you guys are super awesome today. We're like, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. How about that? <laughs> I mean, not like we're not normally super awesome. But <laughs> yeah. But like when it's like. Like you're like that's all you've been living and breathing. Oh, I was just well in my head. I'm like, are those instructors in the somewhere watching us? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're just they're critiquing on, on the bank at the church because yeah. <laughs> we haven't got our paperwork yet. So yeah, <laughs> nice. Well, it sounded like a really good weekend. A lot of good takeaways and mm -hmm. a lot of good uh, teaching points and learning points. And sure, yeah, it's really, always good yeah. uh, to discuss even just the new car technology and stuff too. Like, I don't sure. know, do they talk any about? Yeah, a little bit about like Teslas and yeah. um, mm -hmm. some of the electric. I mean, we've had a Tesla accident a couple weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. We don't have to extricate anything, but yeah, we talked some on the new cars and. Yeah, some of the uh, tech. Uh, talk, talked about uh, just some of the different like makes and models where um, a lot of individual models have um, some challenges that can pop up. Um, a lot of the newer. Uh, newer builds, like if you compare them to, like we were working on, 
what was that one? Like an older Volkswagen, um, like mid two thousands. Very strong build, but like even the B, the base of the B post is still like you. You can almost wrap your 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 hands around it. Where right. you go to some of these newer ones, and like it's twelve inch span um, or more at the base of the B, like where your your tutters can't get that grab like you have to do like a cut from one side a cut from the other meet meet in the middle right you know like it's there's a lot more challenges with 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 these newer builds which is what's making them stronger yeah right but then we have to go through and you know remove that metal mm -hmm. so it was really good i think we, we want to get uh well we're definitely going to get another group through um see what next next year's budget looks like but i'm sure we can make it happen um and then maybe yeah. go in a little bit more heavier stuff mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Start, the course. Start, start to pick out some you know i mean we don't get a lot of heavy accidents mm -hmm. um but you know you want to have at least a few guys yeah, skilled on that and get get the guys that are switched on and like really really show a liking to it like we do a lot of specialty training with our our swift water and um stuff like that so you know getting a handful of guys that you can put as a team, um, I, I think it'd be really good. Mm -hmm. Bring a well, lot of value. Very beneficial. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. Well, again, sound like a uh, very great, uh, very good weekend for everybody mm -hmm. that was involved. Sure. Good. Mm -hmm. um, any more for a more on that topic, guys? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess um, we'll move into some shout outs. Sure. Actually, uh, before we do that, I got a little mm -hmm. bit of news um, okay. from Dr. Nick. Oh, right. yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Dr. Nick Sparrow. Uh, so he's, uh, I mean, he's been on before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, we're talking about RTAC. Uh, yeah. Which, blank on what it means. <laughs> um, rescue trauma. Thank you. Uh, uh, oh, God. And casualty care. And, cas no. and casualty care. Oh, oh. Yeah, attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. really good spokesman. Yeah, rest, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, rest of trauma and casualty care because yeah. the ATAC is the, uh, is yeah. the other overall acronym. Yeah. But yeah. So the RTAC course, uh, which, which we took quite a few years ago, I want to say yeah. three years ago now, just before COVID for sure. Yeah. Um, that's how everything's measured now. <laughs> yeah, that's the new. That's the new BC when we do time measurements. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, before COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we're in Nelson for the RTAC course with Dr. Nick. Yeah, so um, he contacted. Uh, so that was a course I, we went up on a Friday. I think it was two full full days yep. of training scenarios and the big uh, Armageddon sim and all that. Yep. Um, so I was chatting with him today. Um, so they're actually developing an online program. Um, that we, that he's going to give us access to. We're going to take a look at, um, and uh, we're not the test dummies because they, they've already started in some other mm -hmm. regions. But basically, do your online program through RTAC, um, and then an instructor or someone would come out and do do the kind of just one day of sims mm -hmm. um, of those high fidelity sims, which were really good. Yeah. Um, and then you get your sorts and all that stuff from that. Yeah. So um, looking into that um, and then possibly somehow with us, um, we'll be assisting in the promotion of it through through our podcast. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and that's the biggest takeaway with the RTAC course is it's um, uh, very uh, patient focused. You know, like you need to have your game on when you're doing your patient assessments and stuff. But uh, every scenario that we did, like even just all the little, little practice scenarios, they're all high fidelity. It's, they had actors there. They had props for every single one. So you were running them at speed. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they would critique you afterwards and discuss as we would progress the Sims. Right. And that, that's the biggest takeaway with that. It was um, probably one of the most fun courses that I've done in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, the Armageddon course or the Armageddon Armageddon scenario, scenario was great. That's yeah. where I that's where I was bugging uh, your deputy chief Ryan. Yeah, I was like, oh, you're the you're the ranking guy. I guess you're gonna be the guy running the scenario. And uh, <laughs> and then Nick had heard me say that, so he's like, oh, hey Scott, you're running the scenario. I'm like, yes, <laughs> which actually worked out well. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it worked out well. Yeah, we had a really we, we, yeah, we switched it. it in pretty mm -hmm. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, we definitely kicked ass on that. I will say that. Yeah, yeah. we got yeah. a good props really for that. Tarps and that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So our nice. Mm -hmm. Stay tuned. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, Ash Modus, Modus. Yeah, um, we're uh, super close to getting some awesome video content coming from them as well. Uh, and I seen a message come through. I got to make sure I answer. Um, <clears throat> there's some other stuff coming down the pipe as well. So 
that's the uh, Modus and GTFF collab stuff that you should be watching for. Uh, but their gear, they've got their Snagger tools, their uh, force entry um, pieces of kit. They got soft entry kit, um, lots of tool pouches. Um, Hose straps are using now. Oh yeah, uh, Hose straps we've uh, put into use, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, we kind of played around with them for a bit, and they're working out awesome for uh, forestry. For not losing our forestry line on the road. Not that we've yeah. done that, but no. it's come close a couple times. <laughs> yeah, it's been. Why is that nozzle a little lower than it should be? Yeah, because forestry um, line is lighter than the structural yeah. line, and as you yeah. drive ripping on the highway, it's like. <laughs> so that's that's really sweet. Um, so check out on online. Um, they've got tons of stuff to offer now um check them on their socials check them on ours and if you like what you see uh gtff5 it gets you five percent off awesome uh scott stop the bleed stop the bleed uh bleeding month is over so you can free to bleed again mm. <laughs> um. <laughs> so uh yeah three methods of uh, bleeding control are direct pressure wound packing and tourniquet application mm-hmm. if you're gonna get a tourniquet get a good tourniquet yep. not some piece of crap exactly. <laughs> um yeah, and to check it out, uh, stopthebleed.org. You can find out where instructor is in the area or how to become one. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And it looks like chest seals are becoming more and more a thing in our courses, so that's... Yeah, I've noticed that, and, and rightfully so. Like, we've talked a lot about it, like, for, for some of the courses that, that yeah. you know, you're doing and that I want to do. Um, some of the other conversations, conversations we've had, we, we need to implement them there. Super yeah. easy, yeah. Um, Tanner Olson. Uh, yeah, Tanner Olson coming here July 9th, um, our big 100-year party. Anyone that's interested, party. check it out on mm-hmm. uh, on our Facebook, our, our Fire Department Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we haven't mentioned, mentioned it on our Facebook page, on the DTFF page, I don't think. We haven't. We should share that. So we will. Yeah. Um, if anyone's in the area and wants to come, um, mm-hmm. check it out. Big party we're having, um, yep. all day events. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, and he'll be there. If, uh, if you can't come, check him out on Spotify, Tanner Olson about Spotify? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or just Tanner Olsen. Yeah, Tanner Olsen. Yeah. Dot yeah. <laughs> <Not> Spotify. <laughs> uh, then, of course, you have us. So, uh, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, so, yeah, give us a like, give us a follow, give us a comment, uh, reach out to us uh, via Messenger there and whatnot, mm-hmm. and let us know if you have any suggestions or anything like that, or comments, and we'll do our best to get back to you. We all have fairly busy schedule so we do lack a little bit on the uh, returning the messages but we're, mm-hmm. we're trying we definitely do our damnedest to reach out to reach back out to everybody that yeah. drop, drops a message yeah mm-hmm. awesome well ash anything else no sir thanks everybody scott uh thanks good night all right oh well, thanks for listening everybody you have a great night stay safe stay dtff <laughs> <laughs>